And good evening from the Drew Estate Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my very good friend, Mr. William Cooper, from Indian Trail, North Carolina, and Cigar-Coop.com. Um, William, it's been three weeks, I want to say, but we're finally back again. Um, as you know, schedules can be hectic, and this show sometimes gets pushed around a little bit but we always make it um yep. so welcome back buddy good to see you again thank you you know <laughs> and and i'll 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 take the apology here i've been my schedule was very difficult with travel um and it was a couple of things where it was like family stuff and i tried not to like do other stuff when the family was around um but sometimes you can't avoid it and you gotta just do it but so i appreciate your flexibility and thank you very much absolutely I, um, you know, I actually forgot, uh, in the craziness of trying to get the show in the air, um, I had a, I had a, a, the smallest blip in the whole world with the show, um, but unfortunately sometimes it can appear to be uh, a mountainous of an issue to others, so, uh, I did get distracted, and I did not grab my second cigar for the show, well, and now I'm on well, the air. Okay. Well, if you want to grab it, I'll fill, I'll fill airtime if you want to grab it, you know, let's wait. Let's wait and see. I don't know. I maybe I can stretch this one out. Uh, we'll see. Okay, I, okay. I don't know. And if I need you to fill in air time, I will. But yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what we do here. You know, <laughs> it's all good. So, what are you yeah, smoking I, tonight? I am smoking the EP Cadillo, uh Short Run 2022. Oh, nice. Uh, this this is the Toro size that they call Extended Play. Uh, this is a, this Short Run's a really nice addition that they've done this year, um, and. I was glad when the short runs came back last year because I've always – that's one of my favorite lines from E.P. Carrillo. So uh, this is one I, I would definitely advise uh, getting your hands on. Once the short runs are gone, they're gone, and you, you can't find them again. Um, so I, I definitely recommend that one for sure. Uh, this is this is a Maduro version of the short run too. So, And uh, I, I said a lot of the feedback on this cigar was very good. Yeah, I've seen that cigar around. I haven't had a chance to have it myself yet. Um, so that's interesting that you have that on there. I am smoking a – I was already smoking, and uh, now I have hopefully someone on the way with that bag of cigars that I needed. But for now, I'm smoking the Davidoff Nicaragua, um, which has been really good. I don't think okay. I've actually had the Nicaragua yet. Um, that's the I, box press? No, this is the um, – Okay. Like the torpedo? Was it? It was a okay. torpedo, or maybe it was a no. It wasn't a specialty. I think it was a. Yeah, it was like a torpedo. Really good. Those are hard to find. The torpedo. Mm. Those are hard to find. Those bellies. So yeah, that that's probably the belly you're smoking. Yeah, I think that's what it was. The belly. Uh, it's yeah, really it's good though. Fine. Yeah. Burns nice. There's a little bit of like pepper all the way through, but it's it's not like um that like um. That strong, like my father, pepper up front. It's more of like right. a very yeah, subtle. Glass. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like it's up front and then it burns down and then it kind of mellows away. This is like all the way through, but it's just so nice. It's not too much where it takes, it's just too much. It's spice all the way through where it's like, all right, or too much pepper rather. Um, it's it's subtle where it's just a little taste on the end um, that you can enjoy the whole way through. It's a little different and it's nice. I like it. Very tasty. That's good. That's great. Yep. That's a great line. That's a great line. 
I'm also um, I'm wearing my my Hawaiian shirt tonight in spirit of just the the warm the warm weather here. Um, we're finally in the summertime, and I, I I picked this up, and I just wanted to you know, and I'm I'm it's on camera. It's so much more colorful. It's like wow, it's really yeah. I mean, you're looking bright, and festive. Um, yeah, I so feel like I'm on vacation. That, yeah, I, I I mean I'm going through, I'm going through post Florida syndrome right now, so yeah. So, please bear with me. It's a tough thing to recover from. Oh yeah, it's a tough time for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so the comment section is already here. Um, let me see. Thank you everyone for being here tonight. Mitchell is here. Um, getting ready for some spare notes. Uh, Coop was busy soaking up the rays in Florida. Ain't that the truth? Uh, Mark is here with us once again. We have a comment here from uh, the YouTube channel, Rakish Robbie. Uh, getting a box of Selected Tobacco's new brand, Alfonso? Question mark. Two guys says they'll have it late summer. Ambassador Cigars in Arizona will have it shortly, but in commemorative Humi's at $1,500 pop. So, yeah. So this is something that actually caught some attention. And it was so subtle, the way that it hit the news. Um, but it was but it was there. Um, the As you know, United announced early. It was, a, yeah, it was this week. There right. is going to be a special 25th anniversary humidor, which they've done this for a few other people. They did it for Jeff at Corona. Right. They did it for Cigars on the Ave in Winter Park, Florida. Uh, now they're doing one for... Uh, Vartan down at Ambassador Fine Cigars, and it's going to have, uh, I think, 10 Byron Distinguidos, 10 Atabay Ritos? Ritos, Ritos. Um, f 10 of the Bandoleros. I don't remember which Bandoleros they were, though. Um, and then there was 10 of the unreleased Alfonso cigars. Now, it's I had heard about them through the grapevine as a rumor. Um, that there was maybe some other lines being added under the Selected's profile. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But there wasn't really a lot of info. When this press release came out and I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, so that's that's one of the lines. Um, that's interesting. And it was it was interesting because it's a whole new line that is going to be in this set. It's going to go out, but it hasn't been formally even announced on its own or released. Um, you know, which, but I, I think, I I'm guessing... That maybe we're going to see this in, in a standalone presentation at PCA, if that's the case. I, I, I'm going to guess that's the case, Matt. And I think this was actually a brilliant move by Oliver uh, Nouveau. So essentially what he's doing is, look, he's taking care of one of his key retailers. And they're going to have the first shot at this new Alfonso line, right? Which it's an important one because this is going to be Nelson Alfonso's fourth brand with Bandolero, Byron, and Atabay. But now what he's got the opportunity to do is do a full launch at the PCA and, and not really have a single-store release kind of steal that thunder. So I think it's I, – I'm, 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 I didn't talk to Oliver. I'm inferring all this. I think it was a smart move by it, and it's going to allow Alfonso to, to really have uh, its day in the sun in Vegas this year, so to speak. Yeah, Vegas is going to be interesting. I, I, I anticipate seeing some more releases like that um, at the show. I mean, it, I, I – I've heard rumors about a couple of brands having some new stuff. Obviously, th there was there was rumors that LFD maybe had something new, and then of course that was confirmed uh, when yep. when Lido came on. Tobacco? He came on yeah. smoking tobacco. You heard it here first. Don't forget it. Um, a smoking tobacco exclusive. exclusive. LFD will be launching a new cigar known as the Soleil. Yep. Uh, we will see that at PCA in July. Um, it is, in Lido's words, kind of the opposite of Lenox. 
which is the night. Uh, Soleil means the sun or the sunshine. This cigar in Lenox was blended by uh, one of Lido's sons, Tony Gomez, who most people know. But yep. uh, Lido Gomez Jr., his other son, uh, this is a, is a project that Lido Gomez Jr. has been working on. So he'll have another son have a kind of a project come out, um, and it'll be known as the Soleil. Um, not much information is available on that right now. Um, so that information will be made available when it is, but probably won't hear about it until it's unveiled at PCA. So it, it, during the trade show is when you'll get more info on that, most likely. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We will get that information too as soon as we can. We're uh, really excited about that one. It's going to be a really fun, uh, fun trade show. Sorry, yeah. that's, we're, yeah. we're, we're not even there yet, and there's already some interesting things that we can but expect. Those two cigars you just talked about, Alfonso and Soleil, they're right at the top of my list right now. Yep. Uh, for releases. Again, I want to see what Nelson's going to do with this fourth brand. And obviously, we've been waiting for something from LaFleur for a long time. I mean, I want to say 2016 or 17, maybe. I think it was 17 the last time. So we have some excitement right now uh, with, with some of these. These are releases that excite me. And uh, I think it's going to excite a lot of people. I don't think they're going to let people down. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing about the trade show that we're going to get right into tonight, because uh, we're uh, we're just going to dive right into this. Um, actually, hold on, stop. Let me pause before I get into that part, because Mitchell actually just brought up something. Uh, <clears throat> cough, cough, point to Padron. So, Coop, uh, you and I, uh, you were present for yep. the um, Cigar Family Charitable Foundation Celebration Show. Yes. When Carlito was on with us on the air, he kind of slipped up and made a comment about this and then pulled it back real fast and was like, well, oh, yeah, oh, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. I didn't say anything. Um, so uh, from what it sounds like, this project is it's not dead. It's definitely there. Carlito acknowledged it. Um, yeah. I think if I had to take a guess as to what's going on here. Um, I, I'm going to say I think that the cigars probably have been made or at least blended. And I think that now with – I think the reason why we haven't heard anything more is I think that there's some non-tobacco-related logistics to it that they're probably still working out between the two families. And um, I, I I don't know. what are the, what, What's the over-under we see this at PCA this year? I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, over under I don't know what do we want to set it at I'm gonna say probable so I'll kind of go with the definite probable questionable doubtful or not at all I'm gonna go with the probable the, the booths are set up Carlito said this I validated it Fuente and Perdón's booths are set up to be right next to each other that never happens um, I think they I think they want to get this out at the trade show this year. I know Carlito. You know Carlito. He ain't gonna. He ain't gonna let this go unless it's perfect. So he, he's got to have everything done. Otherwise, it, it's not gonna happen. But um, compared to last year, like last year, I had no chance it was coming out. Right? I knew I had a no chance. I didn't even have doubtful. So this year, I'm kind of going with probable. I think it, I think it is gonna come out. Um, how when it's released and shipped is another story. And how much of that's going to be available is another story. But nonetheless, that is going to be a monumental moment for our industry when that happens. I think so, too. It's a historical release, in my opinion. 
Um, so I, I'm excited to see that. That's another. I don't know one. if I would smoke it. I don't know if I would smoke it though. That's kind of like why I'm a little. I'm not maybe. I hope I get an opportunity to smoke it. Yeah. I, I would say if it does come to fruition, that would be the third. Well, it's third and fourth cigars. It's two cigars technically, uh, but as a project, that's the third project. Um, with the other two cigars that we already mentioned. Yeah. That also. Yeah. So so far off the bat, if if. Soleil is I, I pretty much I think confirmed for PCA based on what Lido said. It sounds like we're probably going to see Alfonso from United at PCA like, if, if it's coming yeah. out. If it's already coming out in another project, I think we're going to. Pro- it's probably going to be unveiled. Um, and then the Fuente Padron cigars. I think there's a good chance we see that this year. So as long as all three of those are happening this year, so far, let's play the hypothetical game. So far, there's already four cigars technically. Um, there's already four major cigars that we're going to see from people that are going to make a lot of noise at the trade show this year. And we're, and we're just getting started with preseason right now. Uh, this yeah, is really yeah. interesting. Yeah, it, it is. Um, you know, I, every year I do a top five list of, of the, mo- of the hottest cigars, but I only can do the cigars that are pre-announced. So, but this year, which I'm changing it up, it's only, that list will only cover regular production cigars. Um, so, because at this point, like, nothing's going to top one day for Drome, and that's probably going to be a limited release. But um, we're looking to focus a lot more of Cigar Coupe on regular production stuff. But we'll acknowledge some of these high-profile limited edition cigars that are coming out. I mean, there's others. There's a Florida SNTS 10th anniversary cigar, a Manolo Casota, Manolo Casota 75th anniversary cigar, Room 101 13th anniversary. Still waiting for that photo, Matt. Um, yeah, Matt, still waiting. Yeah. Um, you know, go back to United Cigar. This Red Anchor brand, uh, I'm really – it's a high-priced item they're going to have. You know, I forgot about Red Anchor. That's another one. Yeah, Red Anchor is going to be a it, big deal. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. Now, you know, I think there's a great story with the age of the brand being, like, over 200 years old. But the fact that this cigar is going to have a, uh, a $25 price point, I know they're not going to put out junk for $25. Uh, no. Namely, you know, they're, they're selling Atabays at that price. So this cigar, I think they got to be confident it's going to be right up there with Atabay's and Byron's, you know. So. Yeah, and, I, and they partnered with the Kellners on that, right? I think that's what uh, it said. They, they part- partnered with uh, Hanky's son, uh, the Kellner Boutique Factory. Class Kellner. Uh, Hendrick. Uh, Hendrick, yeah. Okay. Hendrick, yeah. So. I mean, they make some good cigars. Out. Just saying. They, they, that, yeah. Hendrick's got like a true boutique factory down there. Yeah. It's much more than the Davidoff thing, but yeah, that that was my understanding. Yeah, uh, KBF's the name of the factory. Hmm. Yeah. So right. So right out of the gate, even that that those five cigars right there. I mean, that's already it, 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 like I said before, assuming that all of them are real and ready to go for PCA, and we actually do see all of them. Um, that's five cigars right there that are red hot, and when you look at who's putting them out, I mean, two of them are under the United umbrella which is going to be huge for them because they are, you know, I talked to Oliver about this at TPE and the last time he was on the show, they have been just a runaway freight train. When you look at people who are just like, not only just putting stuff out, but they're putting the right stuff out. They're doing it right. And then it's getting like so much attention and they're selling it. They are like a runaway freight train right now. Um, all their firecracker releases, you know, they, they, I actually, one of the cigars I was going to smoke after this, which I don't have, is the La Mezla, uh, the Mezla Cubana, Mezcla Cubana. Bru- yeah, brilliant release by them. Come out with a bargain cigar in the middle of an inflation thing. 
Brilliant, brilliant move. Oh, I absolutely. Um, the uh, and they're and they're being delivered now. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, if people if people are asking about Sokka, um, here it is, I don't right have here. Info yet. That's so the Mesla Cabana. Yep, there it is. I'm gonna smoke that next. I'm excited about that. Um, you know, like I said, I think that's a like I said. I see a lot of people not taking advantage. This is the time to come out with a six dollar cigar. This is this is the market to doing it. Don't wait a year. You want to do it now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I I just I think that they're on a roll. Um, so to I and they're already they're already putting stuff out there. They're, te they're teasing some other stuff. There's some fill in the blanks on some other stuff. I think United's gonna be good. Fuente Padron, two of the biggest names in the game. That's a project that's obviously a huge deal and one that everyone's been waiting to figure out. Like, okay, well, what's going on here? We we heard about it, but what's going on? If that does come to fruition, that's a huge splash. Um, yep. And then what else did we mention? Oh, and then uh, LFD. So LFD returns to the trade show after yep. being absent. Um, LFD being kind of quiet the last couple of years, trying to get caught yep. up with production and get inventory out, which is totally understandable. Um, and you know, they, I mean, they've had, they've had like their TAA releases and stuff like that, but uh, actually a, a new major core line, yeah. uh, introduction, this, this yeah. could be big. This, so, I mean, you're talking some, some popular brands, some yeah. big brands, some big stuff coming. Um, and, and I'm sure there's going to be more in the coming weeks. So we're already off to a good start. Now, what I will say, Coop, and I know that you wanted to get into this, there right. is obviously the PCA trade show exclusives. Now, yeah, <laughs> which I've, we haven't I, mentioned yet. We haven't mentioned. I know, know what your take is, and me and you, I think, are pretty. We're in the pretty much in the same boat. Uh, right. We're both not really big fans of it, um, and you know, it's it's interesting because <sighs> I understand the concept behind it, but the problem is with the straight show exclusives is well, one of one of the things for me. I look at it like this, and you know, I talk to a lot of retailers. There's a lot of retailers out there. There's a lot of retailers out there that do big business with some of these brands, and sometimes, for whatever reason, and it doesn't even have to be a negative reason. Just hey, they they won't be making it to the trade show. They can't make it. They can't go. Uh, they want to go, or you know, they but you know, it's just they, they can't be there. Well, they miss out on shop exclusives, right? Now you're talking about they're yep. missing out on shop the uh, brand exclusives uh, show exclusives from brands that they do a lot of business with they've been you know they've been selling that brand for 20 years right. they can't make it to the show they really want that exclusive the brand won't sell it to them because oh you didn't come to the show and but like you know 100 new accounts that showed up for the first time oh they get to carry it so now you have some 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 retailer who's never carried your brand before selling an exclusive and a guy who you do you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in business with. He don't have it, and his customers are like, "Oh, where's that cigar? Oh, we didn't get it. Why? Oh, we couldn't get to the trade show, and they wouldn't sell it to us." Just I, like I understand the concept, it, but it, it's just a little—I yeah. don't know. It, so there's a lot of questions I have on this now this year, and what you just said, whether they're going to be able to get the cigars or not. So, for example, and I have the list of what's been announced so far. Right, most of these cigars are re-releases from last year. Yeah. So the question is, if you came to the trade show in 21 right and you missed the 22 show can you still get these that that's where my question is with that right because i think that why would you penalize someone at that point you know if they came to the trade show 
But here's what I have. This, this, so, and here's the other thing. This list is completely unimpressive, and I, uh, except for one cigar, maybe, or two. So Aganor Salif has line extensions to their Anniversario Maduro line. CLE and Asylum are releasing, I believe, the same thing as last year. Crux is releasing their Limitada. They release that every year. La Polina is releasing the Goldie Prominente, which they released last year. Rocky Patel is offering the ALR 2nd Edition, which was not only released last year, but is practically on every store shelf that you could, that had it. Uh, and Tatawahe has the one that I think I'm interested in, is, is their, their PCA 2022. That's, Alec yeah, that's Bradley's a good one. Doing a, yeah, now, now, yeah, I think that's one that's a Alec Bradley will have one, but they haven't announced what it is. Now, I'm not a fan of that, um, but I, Alec Bradley has had success with mystery unveilings at the trade show. Uh, the last time they did it, they did Magic Toast, and they knocked it out of the park. So I'm going to say Alec Bradley could probably get away with that. Where, But is there any – I mean, these cigars, I don't think are anywhere – maybe the Tatawahe is the one I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing exciting me about these cigars. Like, what, what I actually say, I got to get to the show to get these cigars. And the thing with Tatawahe, though, is you have to look at – you know, Pete's really good at releasing yeah. a lot of small batch yeah. things. Um, so that's kind of in his wheelhouse. I mean, he has a lot of core line stuff, but he also has a lot of small batch stuff or limited releases or small, small runs. Um, and he, he puts a lot of focus into these things and, you know, historically, you know, a lot of, a lot of his releases like this have been very good. You know, he does a TAA that's, that's, you know, every year that's been really popular, you know, doing a PCA exclusive. I have high hopes on that. Cigar is good. Do I still feel the same in terms of PCA show exclusives as a whole? Yes. Uh, cigars themselves. We want to get into that conversation. You know, I, I, I have, I have high hopes for Tatuaje. That's like a, that's a, I don't like to say a, a sure home run kind of thing, but it, I, I feel good about that one. Uh, but yeah, there's some too. that have been re-released I, I too, or yeah. um, like you said, like, you know, Alec Bradley doing kind of a mystery release. I could see the skeptic, the skepticism on that one. However, like you they, said, you know, Alec Bradley has been, They've they been, tra- yeah. pre- they have a good track record as well. Uh, yeah. They, they, they don't. They, I, I, I'd, I'd be surprised yeah. if whatever this was was a sinker. Um, Alec Bradley. I mean, I was talking to to Bradley about it. Um, you know, they've, they've, even when they did Kintsugi, they, he, they didn't. He told me he's like, we didn't think that this thing would be what it is. We really no, didn't. Uh, we, we were like, this is a good cigar. We're gonna put it out, and you know, you know, hopefully it'll perform good. That cigar performed better than good and even he's like we we just we did not see that um and you know it i i have good faith in, in alec bradley as well uh, i think that's another good one that yeah even if it's yeah. even if it's very mysteriously you know what i'm curious to see what it is and i have high hopes for it unless it's yeah. something that's going completely like wild direction with that maybe is like very experimental and it just doesn't hit right i think i think they'll be good as well yeah, they were tight-lipped. I was in their office uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were tight-lipped on this thing. I couldn't get anything out of them on it, mm. um, even off the record. You know, um, and look, unfortunately, a lot like, well, some of the other releases, like Alec Bradley's going to unveil this at the show, which is great, but some of these other releases, like, you know, are going to, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait for a certain print publication, um, you know, to do that, which is a, a whole other problem we've talked about. And you know uh, what? And you know what though, Coop? Yeah. yeah. I will say, if you're gonna do the PCA exclusives to draw people in, regardless of how we may feel about it, props to them for doing that though, because you know what? 
It's like, all right. They haven't been. They haven't even been doing that. They've been. Ter- these companies have done a terrible job at marketing their PC exclusives. They've done nothing to market with them. And I'm even going to put Pete in that category. He, he announced it, but he really hasn't been generating excitement on it. So, um, you know, you, I think I would be every day pushing these cigars. And there's a bunch of companies that haven't announced them yet. I don't know what you're waiting for because you're we're about five weeks out from the show and people are going to make decisions to come. Now is the time to announce this stuff. Yeah, I um... – Dan Thompson from McAuliffe's with Dan. What's up? How are you, buddy? Uh, yeah. he, he says to us, "You never know what is going to be received hugely and be a game changer." And that's so true. Uh, there's cigars that you know He's we right. see, you know, at ground zero on the trade show floor, and then you know everyone leaves. You know we try samples, but it's hard to gauge. You know, it's hard to gauge the whole thing on on one sample. Um, you can get a good idea, but yeah. you know when the cigars actually hit the shelves and people are buying them, and then they're coming back to buy them is when you really know. So. Um, it, it is hard. You never know what's going to be. You know, you see, oh, that looks good. All right, cool. You know, it sounds really interesting. You know, that blend, those tobaccos sound good. And then it goes out, and you're like, all right, and then you, you wait. You basically wait to see, well, how, all right, let's see how it performs on shelves. And then, you know, a few months go by, and it's, you know, now it's available, you know, that, and you start hearing noise, like, oh, we can't keep these in stock. Oh, really? I didn't think they, they did. wasn't really a lot of hubbub around that at the trade show. And all of a sudden, it's like the number one selling cigar right now. So, um or, you know what? It could go the other way, too. There's cigars that get a lot of hype. A lot of hype. Oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And then it finally goes out, and people go, eh. Eh. Everyone yeah. was talking about this. I thought it was, eh. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't we, like we, Game Changer. We we see this happen so much. I mean, the one that comes to mind, I go back to Magic Toast in 2018. That thing became a monster for them. After I mean, I don't think I, it, it was. It had some buzz at the trade. You know, it had a little bit of buzz. That they kind of unveiled it, but after the trade show, the reaction went. That was one of the biggest hit cigars they had. So that was a that was a huge one. Um, but you know, I've seen I've seen other releases like go completely flat out of the trade show. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, the you know I've seen some of the La Polina cigars, which people were excited about. They they've gone flat. Um, so it's 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 a tough thing to it's a tough thing to kind of it's kind of a tough thing. You can't figure. It's hard to figure this out. Um, and that's why when I do this top five list, doing it with core lines makes it a lot tougher to do because limiteds are easy. You're gonna sell, you'll sell them out at the trade show, and if they move fast off the shelves, then then it's a hit, you know. Mm. But but core lines are tough to pick where they're gonna land. That that's I think that that's much more challenging to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, you mentioned Room 101 with their 13th anniversary. You know, map is, um, you know. Uh, pretty much, you know, on par now. It's the the fourth release now. He started at the tenth anniversary in eleven and twelve, and now it's the thirteen. So, um, which he has announced, uh, he has teased and to he's cigar given it to a, cigar aficionado. Yeah. Um, yeah and, but he has said he's going to give me the info. So I I don't I actually I did reach out to me say he was going to give me the info, but I'm not going to borrow him on a holiday weekend. So he'll, he'll hear from me again next week if I don't get it. Likewise, um, yeah. so the uh, so that's going to be coming. I think that in terms of like room one one, I think that's the only thing I've, I've heard. Oh no, there's also going to be, a, uh, I think there's another big payback coming. Yes, there's another big payback coming, and we you go know, back to LFD. It sounds like the Lito Gomez series is coming back. Yes, I, yeah, that's true. I think that one is coming uh, back as well. As well as a, yeah. So that's another that, and we've been waiting for one of those for a long time. Uh, I doubt Carney's been talking about that for at least four years. Right. So 
we'll hopefully see that. Um, you know, Dan Thompson. Really? Is, yeah. yeah. Dan Dan Thompson's with us. McAuliffe also making the return uh, to the yep. PCH. Very Rachel. excited about that. Yes, very, very excited about that. Very excited. Actually, he just he just chimed in. We won't have any limited editions, but forecasting production and demand is more art than science. It's true. Um, and I haven't talked to Dan on PCA. I don't know if there's anything. Uh, actually, well, I've talked to him. I got to be very careful with what I say, uh, especially because he's watching. I I've, I've talked to him about a couple little things that I know they were working on, but I can't remember what we're gonna see at the trade okay. show. Um, so I don't want to comment too much on that because I'm not sure. Um, but I I think I think we're gonna see at least something new from Macau for the trade show. But regardless, having them at the trade show is gonna be great. Uh, yeah. Really excited to see them on the show floor. That's that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And if you um, haven't met pe retailers, haven't met them, this is a company you want to meet. Meet the people behind at McAuliffe. Hundred percent. And I can just tell you, I can tell you, you know, when they were at the Great Smoke and consumers were meeting them, and I had several consumers come up to me and saying, you know what, those McAuliffe folks aren't they something special? And and uh, you know that was that was great to hear that. And and oh by the way, McAuliffe's a three hundred and sixty-five day a year company. Even if they don't come out with some of this trade, don't worry. They they've got a lot of plans. So I just kind of and I'm not gonna say anymore because I'll get in trouble with Dan, but. But I'm confident, like I said, it is really good to have them back at this trade show. They're, they're going to be an asset to the trade show. Yeah, they've done a really good job with their their consumer engagement, their social media Tremendous connection job. to really you know, get, get themselves out there in the community, um, get their brand known. They yeah, do a really good yeah. job with their ambassador program. Um, you know, they, they, they've been making some changes with their product and some of their – their, um, their branding and packaging and some of the stuff has been changed a little bit. They, the Riata line, if I remember correctly, the Riata line was tweaked a little bit and then re-released. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, I think so. I think the wrapper changed on that cigar. Uh, Daniel, I don't think they changed the blend. Dan, Dan could tell, but I don't, I thought it was just a packaging change they made on it. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought, I thought, I thought me, and I could be wrong. I thought they changed something, but Dan is here. I'm sure he'll chime in and tell us. Um, but no, they, just as a whole, they've done a really good job. They've been really focused on everything. Um, they, they, they've been kind of all over everything. They've kind of covered every base. Having yeah. them come back to the trade show and being out there and accessible, I think is also going to be great. Um, they're also very good and receptive to, um, you know, questions, comments, concerns. You know, anytime you can, anyone, even open, the consumers, you know, you can, hey, Dan, I had the cigar, or blah, blah, blah. They, they, they take a lot of feedback. They really like feedback, and they run with it. Very good with that, I have to say. Yeah. They are very good yeah. with that. Um, Dan says, we have a PCA exclusive for our brick-and-mortar partners, but it's not a cigar. Um, and then he says, no blend changes. Two new Vitolas, uh, two new Vitolas in Riata, Toro and Corona Extra. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I knew there was two new sizes. I couldn't, yeah, rem yeah. I, I couldn't remember all the details. Uh, but yeah, there are two new sizes. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I thought the wrapper changed. Maybe it was just I don't know. I I thought the wrapper was darker, but I, I, I you know what? I just I, it could have been something else. These things happen. Um, so yeah, that they're another one. Uh, one of the things that came out recently this week actually, we got an email from the PCA. Uh, the the members did like Coop and myself. Um, we so I was at TPE, and you were not at TPE. 
Yep. Uh, but I think you had a little bit of uh, traveler's remorse for not going after, seeing. Well, how... you know, in re I did, but in hindsight, it was probably the right thing not to do. Obviously, what happened with my dad, I needed that time off. So. True. True. Yeah, so it, things work out for a reason sometimes, yeah. Um, however, that TPE show was pretty good for what it was. Um, they had some really exciting stuff outside of the trade show floor that everyone partook in. Uh, their industry night party was fantastic. And then, lo and behold, we get an email from the PCA this week that they're doing a nightclub event. And I go, oh, hmm. interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. After the uh, massive private party at the Sahara Pool Club that we went to at TPE, and now PCA has got uh, a nightclub thing that they go. I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw enough to be like, oh, well, that's well, there's, interesting. There's not, a, there's not a lot of details on it. Huh. Um, and, and the biggest question I have, and I didn't have a chance to talk to Jay on this, is that are there going to be cigars there? And it's a good, I mean, I would hope that some manufacturer is sponsoring that thing, and there's going to be cigars. Yeah. Um, Drew Estate sponsored the TPE party. They were handing out yeah. underground tens it, and acids. I, I mean, w it would be a good opportunity, like even if it, hey, even if you try to get a few people there, if you can't get one, you know, to cover it. But I would hope because I'm not. I mean, here's the thing: the nightclub thing is not my scene, right? But you know, obviously, if there's something launching or something, you know, I'm. I'm I'll be very curious to go there, and I hope you could smoke there as well. So these are questions I have on on this. But I think it's look. This ain't to criticize the PCA. I think it's a good job. I think they did a good job on this. Good job by PCA to get something out there. Um, yeah. You know, no, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, um, so I think it's a good thing. This is not a criticism, but I have questions. Obviously, what what it's going to really comprise of. Yeah, me too. I am very interested. Uh, I, it, it, it's Sunday night or Monday night? I noticed. I think it's it. Sunday night. Yeah, those are the two most. I'm not a big fan of Vegas nightclubs um, because I, they're very crowded. They are. So, but they're big too. So I don't, you know. Vegas but, nightclubs are also different than the average nightclubs. They're they're yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. bit more cranked up. So, if I was trying to meet chicks in a, in a nightclub in Vegas, that's, it's too crowded. <laughs> that's what I just told people. <laughs> told my son that. Wow. I went because I went. I went once, uh, and I never would. I, but I went. It wasn't a sponsored event. It was just like, hey, we went in, and I'm like. This is crazy. I couldn't even move my arms. So I can just yeah. picture you, like let, let's take Lee, take Lee, let's take Lisa out of the image for a second. Like let's just pretend she wasn't, she wasn't but, even there. Yeah. No, I just mean like in general. Like let's just let's just pretend that you're a single right. bachelor, right? I can just right. it, now today, you showing up to a nightclub, trying to pick up chicks in Las Vegas. That is an image, and you know what? The sad thing is, I'd be there with you. Like, I'm with Nicole, and I'm not changing that part. But just, I'd be there just to be like for support. Be like, yo, let's do this. Let's find you a nice middle-aged girl who's gonna, you know, make you feel special. Um, and it would be very hard because it's not the scene <laughs> for you. No, no, After an hour, you're gonna be like, it's too hot and it's too loud in here. I, I don't know. I'm gonna go back to my room. <laughs> yeah. All right. no, you know. But in this case, this is something that's rented out for at least to like a certain hour for uh, everyone. So. <sighs> It's like but Jeffrey. They, uh, it's like Jeffrey Tambor said in The Hangover, and he was like, "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas." Yeah. Except herpes. Except herpes. That shit comes back with you. <laughs> you. You're gonna have a pretty boring night following me around in Vegas. Is what I have to tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we have some. We have too much fun here on here sometimes. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But no, that that is interesting, and and it's. 
to me, I see that as PCA is trying to think outside the box. They're trying to think outside they, the they trade are. show floor. They're and trying I, to find more engaging, yeah. encompassing and, 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 activity to the whole weekend of the event. Yeah, and, and for those who are already throwing darts at the PCA over this, right? Stop, okay? Look, I have questions. That's fine, but this is a positive. I see people knocking this already, and it's like, well, give them a chance. They're doing. They're they're really doing some other things. I'll talk about a media thing they're doing out of the box as well. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm very pleased with what they're what they're doing this year, as an organization. Except the PCA exclusives, I think they should get out of that. That's just my opinion. Because I think they're spending too much time organizing that. That's that's the reason why I think they should just get out of it and let companies do it by themselves. Yeah, but I think I think that yeah. I, th I think it gets yeah. the PCA exclusive thing. I think is just it's too. It's a lot to manage. It's a lot to manage. Yeah, it, it yeah. is. It yeah. and you know and it's it's not. Yeah. I don't put that on a PCA as much as I put the manufacturers and make it a difficult for them. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We already had covered the uh, – sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, we covered that. We talked about the, the PCA exclusives. Um, <laughs> we had lack of press release season prior to PCA. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we kind of hit on that already. It's we, kind of the – We hit that. A lot of stuff is, um, you know, it's being held by Premier. But just back to PCA, did you see the email or, or the announcement on the media? Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, thank you for PCA for finally putting us, if that's going to happen, thank you for finally putting us on your website yeah. on this. It's taken a long time. Uh, it's only something we've asked for for 12 years, but the regime that's in there has listened and, uh, thank you on that. Thank you very much. Shout yeah. out to Aaron Holland from the PCA. Yep. If you don't know Aaron yeah, Holland, she is, job with that. she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yep. she's going to be coming on the smoking tobacco show. It'll be her first Ooh. podcast appearance. Very excited. I told her we're going to be very easy with her. It's her first time. So. Uh, we'll ease her into it, uh, but it's right. It's I think it's a couple weeks into June, so it'll be right before the trade show. So it'll be interesting. We can talk to her yeah. about that. Also, yeah. she's going to be pretty much in charge of that whole media department with PCA. So she'll be yeah. someone we can really get more information on this out of yeah. on the show in terms yep. of you know what you know what exact steps they are taking to to bring us in and and really you know they're, they're going to get us yeah. connected with all the manufacturers and uh, and get the retailers connected to us so that they can get information. Uh, which is really good because it, it helps everybody, and that's, they, that's they why we're really, here. They have I – mean, look, the PCA war with the media has gone on forever, right? It really hasn't been much of a war. It's always been two or three people bitching every year. But in terms of them, like, really making an effort, like, this is the best year I've seen this. Um, and I, I thank them a lot. These these little – it may seem like little things. and A guy like Skip Martin may – who will always – Shit on stuff like that because with media, right? Uh, mm. Shit on me on something the other night, uh, complaining that you know why should why should anyone be concerned about media web traffic? And I can talk about that in a minute. But um, this is these little things are very important for us. And oh, by the way, web traffic is very important because I this is what happened. This is why I'm a little irked at Skip. With the big four not there, I'm telling you that hits my that hurts my bottom line. Okay, with numbers, the big four generated an enormous amount of traffic. And it has to be recouped somehow. So I need all the help possible to recoup that. That's people going to our videos, our audio, our articles, just like you do. So yep. all these little things help. It's just a, it maybe seem like a little thing, but it helps us. And with the cost, Matt, I don't know what your costs are this year. 
these airline tickets were fortune for me for my team out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one ticket was a thousand dollars for one of my team members. When so did when did you is, book? Recently. Yeah. See, I already I booked PCA like months ago. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. smart move. Uh, we probably should have did that. But I'm just saying our costs are high, and we need to generate traffic because that's how we make our money. That's how that translates into money for us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the yeah. trade show is yeah. money for us too, um, yeah. in in our own way. But you know, we don't just you know we don't we don't just go out there for the content. You know, it's well, we got that for free cigars, of course. Right. Oh, we can't forget we're, we're there for the free samples, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the so running game. If anyone wants to cover my free ticket, uh, uh, the $1,000 ticket we had with free cigars, you know, we're not going to turn you down. Uh, but we prefer you send the boxes afterwards. <laughs> so I'll have to carry it back. Yeah, absolutely. Of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, our, our our coverage of the PCA trade show, uh, once again, will be brought to you guys by Drew Estate, the Drew rebirth Estate's of doing, cigar. We have two sponsors here, Drew Estate and Delos Race. Oh, nice. So they're, doing Coop, they're doing us as well. So yeah, yeah our, our friends at thank Drew State. Yeah, thank you yeah, to them. And, um, and Davos Rays has been ours from day one, and that will never change. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we needed. To, I would have loved to have not have multiple sponsors, but these costs have been high this year for us to go. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I uh, I wonder how it's going to affect fringe media. I'm kind of curious to see if some of the fringe media stays home this year because the plane tickets are expensive. Well, you know, things are expensive. Fuel's expensive right now. Yeah, demand yeah. is back up again. People are traveling. Yeah. The you know the pandemic is yep. way way further down the line. Yep. People are getting out there. Um, sorry, I had a burp stuck for the longest time. I know it sounds gross, but it was just like it kept getting me caught up. Um, is yeah, it, it and unfortunately we were we were able to to book all of our stuff well in advance before everything kind of started to really take off with the rising cost of everything, uh, which is good now. But you know, of course. You know, the next time we go to book something, and it probably won't be so easy. But, uh, but yeah, no, it is expensive. And going to the trade show, you know, it's it's, you know, the the things that we do there, and and all that 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 you know, in the end, you know, it pays for us being there. So, yeah, to be able yeah. to to recoup that, like you said, that that's a huge deal. So by by people, certain people not going, yeah, it takes a lot away, um, which is unfortunate. But there's a lot of reasons yeah. why they're not there, and we've gotten into it before. And yeah, um, I. I did speak to one media guy who is not going because of his day job. Actually, okay. there's a couple in that boat. And I, you can't fault I – mean, look, you still can't fault guys on that because they, they still have to pay their bills at home. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, there are a couple of guys who I think aren't going to be there for, for – and I don't want to say who they are, but they did. Uh, I did see a, a couple of them over the past few weeks. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everyone kind of has to do things in their own way. Um, and it's, it, it can be tricky, but you know, yep. everyone has to make sure that, you know, obviously most yep. people have, they have regular jobs too, as you and I do. Yep. Um, so, you know, we're very strategic with how we plan our trips and whatnot, but, um, regardless of that, uh, one thing I saw this week, I don't want to get too into it. Um, I just want to point it out. We've talked about this already. I just thought it was interesting. We don't have to get into it, but I just want to highlight it because I thought it was interesting. Um, if you don't want to speak on it, that's fine, but I'm just going to touch on it. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, earlier this week, we saw a cigar come out online. Um, that's an Altadas brand cigar under the Romeo line. And it is striking resemblance 
both in the way it's wrapped and the shape and the size to another cigar that is very famous from Arturo Fuente. Um, just peculiar, interesting. Um, no hablo inglés. Yeah, I, I know you probably don't <laughs> want to comment no, on it. I'm just no throwing it out there. Uh, just interesting. And all and, and the and the only reason I want to bring it up, I'm not going to get on size with it. I don't want to get into that. All I want to say, uh, all I want to say is, just from the third party look, I'm not going to comment on whatever. I just want to say, I'm just curious how the other brand is going to respond to that. That's all. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I don't. Whether it's good or bad, I, I don't know. I, just, I just thought it was, it was kind of. It just seems like one of those things that um, I don't know. I'm in, I'm interested. That I don't I don't wonder if that's going to be a, a big deal between those two companies. That that could turn into something, and which we, we'll we'll get into if it does. But um, very interesting. A uh, what what seems to be for those who who want to know uh, a a very 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 close copy to the between the lines in the Romeo and Julieta line. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get into it. It's just something I've noticed and just curious to see how that will unfold between those two companies. I don't know if that's going to be a big deal, but we'll see. Time will tell. Um, I'm getting ready to light up my La Mezcla Cubana. Oh, interesting. I'm going to light that up. Let's see how this I just, I just got mine. I just got mine. Uh, Is it the one size? Yeah. It's yeah. Rothschild. Yeah. I think they're going to do more sizes of it. Yeah. But for now, they only have one available. Did you get any other cigars from them recently? From who? United? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Okay. I'm going to light this up. Sorry. That cut was a little... Well, I mean, the cut was good, but the cap was a little soft. All right. Let's go. Have you smoked this yet? I couldn't remember. Did you say you smoked no, it? No, I, I, I got them. They came uh, right when I got back from Florida Monday. Okay. So I put them in the humidor. Uh, I mean, they were. My wife had gotten back from Florida a few days before I did, so I stayed down there a few extra days. So they, uh, you know, they were put away, you know, and I'm just going to give them a little shot to acclimate because we're in a humid season down here. I went to Two Guys Smoke Shop today and I grabbed these. Uh, so I'm going to light this one up right away. And my Maxi Jets are running on a fuel. You know, the, the other cigar that they have, um, I saw them smoking it today. Was at Studio Twenty One. I'm kind of, you know, they were kind of quiet on on the fact. I think I know the factory that those come out of. But I don't want to. They keep it quiet, but I'm pretty sure I know the factory with that. Um, and I'm really. They have a couple of sizes of that that were pretty interesting, so I want to smoke it. But uh, like I said, it's like the United. Uh, you know, we have the Bandolero Firecrackers coming out pretty soon. Yes, that's uh, right. So, you know, if these Alfonso's come out. So there's, a, like I said, we've been talking about United on this show for part of the like – we think they were the company of TPE for sure. Um, th this is – this company's gone next level in the last 12 months in my opinion. They've done um, a tremendous job. The other thing I will say is um, it's – I don't think it's really like a secret or anything like that. So I think I can really talk about this. Um, but – because it's – I mean it's online. But um, – so I noticed on the PCA floor map that there's going to be a 
a somewhat normal size, you know, booth that was labeled United. And then just to the right of that on the other side of the aisle is a giant square. And it says Nelson Alfonso selected tobacco. And I talked to Dave about this. I saw Dave recently. He said, yeah, there's two booths. There's going to be, you know, like a, a booth that's all the United stuff. And then there's going to be just a selected booth for like Atabay Byron Bandolero and I think it's a smart move. I think it's a smart move to do that. And it's uh, a other company has done that. And from what I understand, it's a new booth. Um, I think he said that Nelson has redesigned the booth for this show. It's going to be bigger than before, um, so it's going to be very exciting. Uh, brand new booth, bigger. Um, I think you know, going a bigger booth, maybe that also means they made it bigger because they have you know new stuff. Maybe this Alfonso is on display uh, that we have heard a little bit about now through this um, ambassador thing. So maybe they are going to, you know, need some more space to showcase something new. That's also another telltale sign. <coughs> so just, again, that's another thing. Very exciting stuff. You know, they're, they're growing. Yeah. yeah, I've been to the old United booze at PCA. And while they did do, while they did keep the things separate, I think the problem was when you had that in the same booze, Nelson's stuff just overpowers it, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, it, it just just the way it's presented and everything. So if you're trying to promote some of these other lines, like the United line, La Diana Havana, La Mezcla, um, this is going to be a much more conducive way to do it. And I think it's going to, at the same time, keep it all in the family, so to speak. Yeah, that way... Really, Collecting Tobacco is a separate company. I mean, it is. People... And that way, people... Do, that way, you know, because... The stuff that's under United that's not selected, there's a lot of good stuff there still. I mean, like this and all the other brands we're talking about, the United Corn line, uh, the firecrackers that are on display. Uh, yeah, Red I, Anchor is going to be there now. Red Anchor will probably be over there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's you're right. You don't really want to mix up too much because they have a lot of different things, and they all deserve a lot of their own spot. It, it, it does. It, it does. And so I, you're I, right. I think other, that's a very smart move. I've seen other companies do that in the past as well. Um, even Drew Estate, they used to have a separate Hoya section uh, in their booths, like a corner. Like it was a large, it wasn't just a corner. It was a large area that Hoya would have, and it was the Hoya area. Right. So uh, they did it in the booth. This is going to be a little more. It's going to be separate, but together. It's separate booths. Yeah. They're, they're near. Adjacent, they're near yeah. each other. They're. They're. I think they're on opposite they're sides of the aisle. You're gonna yeah. You're gonna. Yeah. They're on two sides of the aisle. Exactly. Um. But it, it, it'll be nice. And it just, you know, I look at that and I go, wow, again, United stepping up their game. You know, they're just, they're on it. You know, up, yeah, bigger booth. Um, so it, it'll be exciting. It'll be really exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, that's, that's, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, United and selected, you know, it, together. That's one of the, that's one of the first areas I'm going day one. Um, it's it's got to be a, I mean, it's got to be a, especially to go see the Alfonso. Yeah, in my opinion, the what's what unless unless I don't know maybe Oliver's gonna even even if Oliver announces the packaging like a week beforehand, Nelson stuff you want to see in person. Yeah, like it because it, it, it it's beautiful in the pictures, but when you see that in person, it, the pictures don't do it justice. There's no way you can do it justice. Um, and that's some of the best packaging in the industry right now, for sure. Oh, so. For sure, well, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. with Nelson's history with with packaging and the things he's done for Habanos. Um, I mean, world class, yeah. world Nelson's class. Nelson's on my bucket list to interview that guy. I really want to interview that guy. He's a very tough one to get. I know very, he's very, very tough. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you'll be at the show and I get a chance to. I'd love to meet the guy. Oh, you haven't uh, met Nelson yet? I've never met Nelson. Ah, so, interesting. Um, that's you know, and he's got a, obviously Nelson's got a whole history beyond what he's doing with selected tobacco. So absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah, so that this that United again just lot of focus on them. They just yeah. they got a lot yep. going on. Then yep. you look at next down the line for me is LFD McAuliffe. Those two booths are next yeah. on that list to, to see them making their comeback uh, and everything that they have going on. Uh, seeing them, meeting with them, talking to them, yeah. just very yeah. excited. Just, yeah. just LFD just... LFD's back. Let me tell you, they they when I was down at the factory, that factory was at a hundred percent capacity. Every piece was moving, and it wasn't just for show. The yep. day we were walking to the factory, I'm just telling you, you uh, it was a beautiful thing to see. So, I'm very glad for them. Yeah, it's very exciting um, to see them, you know, really, you know, moving again. And Carney's back out on the road. Uh, they are just they're cranking, and uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's good to see. Um, so again, that, that just those are the th- those three people right there are, are for me like my high, my most you yeah. know anticipated booths to see. They're the booths I'm going to go to first. Uh, yeah. United, McAuliffe, oh. and LFD. Yeah, you know another one that really I think is worth checking out um, is JRE. Uh, yeah. They announced one cigar already. They have more coming out. Mm-hmm. So um, I always am curious. I, it's always great to see who's still in the family. So I'm very excited to see what he, uh, some of the other. I think he's going to be announcing most of that stuff before the show. But um, I know he's got some new line extensions. He announced the classic line. So that's going to be a lot of activity there for sure too. Yeah, and you know, and the Aroas are very unique too. You know, everything they do in Honduras, uh, and especially with their Corojo tobacco, uh, that's yeah, any any uh, any time they work on that, so that's that's very unique as well. It's very special, and, and yeah, you get yeah, to, get to talk you know, to them and see what they have going on is is usually there's some good noise there too. Right, and don't forget they did the Abuelo last year for uh, United. Uh, you know, that, that made that made cigar. my list. That was on my list last year. It was on my list. Uh, yep. So. Um, it's a really good cigar if you haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. So far, this cigar is pretty good. Yeah, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this. Uh, so you got, you got that cocoa powder taste with some spice. Uh, this EP Carrillo is the one. Yeah, yeah. This cigar is good. I like the size. It's burning very well. Yeah, they was I, I caught part of Cigar Authority. I caught the second hour more than the first. They were smoking that in the first hour. Today? Yeah. I missed the show today. I, I got there after, but... Uh, did you see last week's show with Dave interviewing his mother? You know, I was I went beautiful there. Day, beautiful thing, Dave. I missed the first I, half because I was on any, my way there. Listen, I can tell you, I, I, I want to do the same thing now. Because uh, you know it was, it was special, and Dave should be getting a lot of credit. It was a great interview, and if you haven't heard it, it's not really cigar related, but who cares? It was, it, it was a good, inter- it was a really good interview. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back and check that out. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's next on our list for things? Oh, uh, do you want to talk a little about the uh, court hearing on Monday? Uh, yeah, I'll let you take the lead on that one. Okay, so let me explain what was going on with this court hearing on Monday because we hear about a lot of court hearings. This was a uh, this was an injunction to throw out the the deeming rule, um, and what's important about that is um, let me kind of pull up my notes here just because I, I want to make sure I say. So there have been injunctions in the past, okay, the, uh, but they are these injunctions we've seen in the past are what we call preliminary injunctions, okay. And preliminary injunctions are typically issued when the lawsuit's pending to try to stop some things. 
from going into motion, you know, things that may have already been put into motion, it kind of stops those things until like a, a full case could be held. Like, you know, the case held on uh, warning labels and the case held on um, substantial equivalence. Mm. This one's a permanent injunction that they're seeking to just not even go forward with, with this and, and throw out these deeming rules. Uh, so there were oral, the, 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 they filed this last year, about a year ago. It finally made it into court for what they call oral arguments, where uh, each side presents their case. Uh, the trade associations had their lawyer, Michael Edney, in there. I think he's a very good lawyer, by the way, they've had in there. I think he's done a great job for the industry. Um, there was, I think there was a lot of nothing we heard on Monday, uh, but I still commend our trade associations for putting out memos and, and putting something out. And I understand they were trying to look at the glass half full on these things, right? Oh, yeah, but this was pointed out and that was pointed out. But keep in mind, this goes back to Judge Meta, who's making the decision, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've said this. This is a long shot that this is going to get thrown out. So because Judge Meta, while he's been sympathetic to the industry, he hasn't been sympathetic to the point that the FDA has this right. He feels the FDA does have this right to regulate. He may not like the way they're doing it, but he feels they have the right to regulate. So – it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I don't think we'll see a decision on this for a while. But again, I don't think people should give their hopes up on this. Uh, I'm not trying to be the glass half empty guy. I'm just trying to be the realistic guy that I think this is a necessary step that they had to do. I don't. I think you had to try for the permanent injunction. But I don't want to give you hopes up on it. Yeah, you know, the FDA thing, you know, no matter what it is, it, it's always it just seems like it'll never end, right? It's always just, it's like never ending and, yeah. and there's uh, never just, do... there's never just like a clear, like one way or the other, you know, this is a long, this is this, when this, you know, started hitting the courts in 2016 ish. I mean, we're six years into this now. Um, this is going to be a battle we're going to see for the rest of this decade. I can tell you this. Oh yeah. This is uh this is, and there's going to be a lot of facets to this battle. There's going to be other injunctions filed and things like that. Now, you have a whole bunch of new stuff with the flavored stuff. So this is uh, not going away, but I think they've done a good job at delaying Doomsday. I think, you know, I think they've done a good job with that. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, you know, the the, the farther out we push that and, and the more we can take away from, you know, what it ends up being is, is better. Um, you brought up a good point about the flavoring thing. Uh, that's also going to be a whole thing. Um, that hasn't even, yeah, that hasn't even, they haven't even gone the judicial route with that yet. No, they haven't. And that's a whole nother facet that, um, that's going to start eventually. And, you know, there'll be, a, there'll be an oral, there will be a, an oral argument period on that as well. And then there'll be injunctions and they're going to, they're going to push that out as hard as they can. You know, and then Swisher and the guys who have the deepest pockets, of course, they're going to funnel a lot of money into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's going to be. I think, you know, another thing to mention, we talked about, you know, uh, big tobacco and how they're, they're trying to transition to smokeless. Um, I saw, so we, I was talking about this with somebody. Uh, there was news that, that Philip Morris uh, had purchased Swedish Match recently. Uh, yep. and, then, and then I saw, I don't know if this is new news. I think, I think it is. But then I also heard that Altria purchased a vape company recently as well i think i think i saw that uh i don't have the information right in front of me but i think i saw it this week somewhere i think i saw it on like linkedin or something that they 
purchased a um they purchased a, like a, a vape company a small yeah. vape company so you're seeing the big tobacco already kind of throwing the towel with like well we're moving towards smokeless well swedish match was already out yeah they were already out of the game at this point too yeah they didn't have any more premium lines but yeah i mean that's why they did it uh that's why they kind of got out of it because they were going to go these alternative routes so you're I didn't see the thing that you said with Altus, but I'm not going to doubt it's not true. So, yeah, they're definitely... Altria, um, not Altus. Did I say Altus? I mean Altria, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. Altria. Yeah. Who owns Philip Morris? And if you don't know who Philip Morris is, Philip Morris is the company who owns Marlboro. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't... Like I said, I've always said this from day one. I don't think cigarette companies ever had an interest in getting into this premium cigar business from day one. I think they, they understand this business well enough. It's not for them. It's a handmade cottage industry. I mean, look that what happened with Nat Sherman. Yeah, it. Yeah, and you know, you talk to Michael. You know, Michael's got a lot of complimentary things to say about Altria, how they handled everything with mm-hmm. him, and he understood that there was a. You know, look, there's business decisions that were affecting shareholders and stuff like that, and I, I, I think he felt that they were treated very well by Altria. He, there's not a bad word. He's, if anything, he's been complimentary towards them, probably uh, extremely complimentary how they handled it. So, you know. That uh, it was a good job there. So, but I don't think they ever had an interest in being these alternative things or what they're more interested in right now. Yeah, I I think that's where their focus is. Um, yeah. you know, for uh, for us, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, again, everyone being involved as, as possible. But you, but you know, you're going to see the big companies like Swisher, um, you know, who owns Drew Estate, you know. They got deep pockets. You know, they have money to spend. Generals got money to spend. You know, SDG. Uh, Altidus has money to spend. Um, you know, on these yeah. on these battles in court. You know, we, we saw Rocky Patel, uh, who who is a lawyer. For those who don't know, that's that's where he made his bones first. Uh, Rocky is yeah. a lawyer. Uh, he was down in D.C. for for this this week. Um, I'm not sure who else was there. I know there was probably more. But I know I know I saw pictures and there was stuff that Rocky had posted that he was there. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of people. They had a phone. Uh, they had a phone link in as well, um, which uh, I could not be on because um, I was in transit that day from Florida, so I could not be on that call that day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, here we are once again. Spare notes talking about FDA and. The PCA and all that but stuff. But I think this was, yeah, yeah. But I think you know this was a, this was a little, this was definitely a noteworthy thing that these arguments took place. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. So, sometimes I get a little like, well, you know, like I said, I, I thought the press announcements. I was happy that they did press announcements, but they had to put something in it, right? Um, Charlie Minato did a comprehensive recap of the whole hearing, by the way, on Half Wheel. So I, you know, if you want to hear a comprehensive recap of it, he's got it. Um, they didn't do that. They just said, oh, you know, they kind of pointed out things that was said that could cast a bright light on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but good job that they did that. I mean, as opposed to just saying nothing, which we've seen in the past. Again, we're seeing some more transparency out of our trade associations right now. And CRA did a good job on this one. CRA too. also posted something as well. They sent yes, something they did. Out. Yes, they did. They which is nice. They do. Good they deserve some C- credit. I'm going to give them a good job by CRA. And, you know, I was watching some of the uh, highlights from – uh, the Marvin Fest, uh, Big Smoke down in Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I saw CRA putting posts up of signing up new members, and that's a good thing. Yeah, 
That's Listen. how you should be using your social media. Good job by CRA. I'll give the, I'll, I'll beat them up on it, but I'll say good job. That was a good job they're doing. You give credit when yeah. credit's due. You, absolutely. You got to give them credit on that, yeah. Um, I haven't really seen much on uh, Marvin Fest. Sorry. It, looked, it, looked, it didn't look Big smoke. crowded. However, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I don't want to say that it didn't look crowded, but the, the coverage I saw was towards the end of the event. So I got to be fair. On uh, I can tell you through unnamed sources of people who were involved that they sold less than half the tickets. Well, they were giving away the tickets. Like we had huge discounts the last yeah. week. So they also uh, weren't really filling that thing up either. Which is it's a, interesting. It was. It's a. T so two things on that. I think it's a. It's a. It's an expensive ticket. It is on a holiday weekend. The holiday weekend is, I think, the biggest part of it too. I mean, because people and are already traveling. It, well, Miami. Yeah, and I think it's great they're doing it in Miami, but a lot of people see these people already in Miami. Mm -hmm. So you got all three of those things kind of going with that, and it was a high price ticket. I think and, they're the big smoke event in Las Vegas is bigger than this. That's a yeah. That's a bigger one, and that's where they do more interactive stuff. They do two days. Um, that's not a cheap ticket either, but uh, they don't do it over a holiday weekend. Like, no, like you don't do these things on Memorial Day weekend. I, I just think I don't know what they were thinking with that, but maybe that's when they can get it. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it. All all are very good points, but yeah, they didn't really sell. They didn't sell a lot of tickets to it. Yeah. Um, which is you know. Probably the East Coast that. version of Big Smoke has always struggled a bit. Um, they tried to do it in Connecticut one year. Uh, the New York one used to do well, but then New York made it impossible for them to have it there was yeah. the problem. But, but yeah, so they've, they've struggled a little more with this East Coast angle with it, I've noticed. Um, but they should have it. I mean, Miami, you should be able to do better in Miami than that. But I just think it was – I think in this economy, they had too high a price to ticket with that. When and and it, too, to, too expensive and at the wrong time. At the wrong time. You know, and look, I'll say this. Abe's event probably put a ding into that because Abe's event is a big event in South Florida, and there's a lot of locals that go to that. That's not a cheap ticket either. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, how many, how many of those can you do is the question. Um, so I think they had a lot of things working. I don't think it's a good thing to say if they couldn't sell the ticket. And I don't know what their ticket sales were, but I, I've heard similar things. But in the end, I want to just say I think it's it's as much as sometimes I get frustrated with official now. It's an important event to have a lot of people there. So, uh, oh yeah, hopefully, 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 some of the numbers we heard were wrong or anything. I don't like I said these are legend. I can't. So I don't want to say these were facts. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. That's what people told me. Uh, I didn't see the actual numbers myself, but that's what I that's what I was told. Yeah. Um, other than that, though. Uh, I think that's everything we had on our list. Yes, I think that's so too. I know you have something to do tonight, so. So I mean, that's that's gonna. That's, I think we're gonna wrap up our show there. It's a little shorter yeah. than usual, but that that was pretty much the list. Um, anyway, that so was what we had yeah, that's what we had yeah. So I I think that's a good stopping point. I think we we covered all the bases tonight. Some good points, yep. and uh, we are officially getting into PCA season. So, um, there will be more. We should be we should be back in two weeks as usual. We will. I'll be available in two weeks. It's on my calendar. Yep. I'm not traveling, so uh, I will be. I will be there. And on that show, we're going to start getting a little bit more into. Hopefully, there's some more stuff that comes out, but we'll be getting even more into uh, PC as we get into the middle of June. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on what we will be seeing in the few weeks later at PCA. So, yeah. Yep. Just you know, keep your eyes peeled and stay with us and. Uh, We'll get that information to you. As always, thank you guys for listening to us at home uh, or in the car, 
wherever you get your wherever you listen to your podcast but wherever you get them please don't forget to like and subscribe as well as on facebook and youtube we appreciate it don't forget to visit smokingtobacco.com and cigar-coop.com for more news information and all things in the cigar industry i'm matt tobacco this is william cooper with me and that is it good night see ya <laughs>